Welcome to the new and improved Configure It Done podcast. The Configure It Done podcast is now a place where we interview senior thought leaders in the SAP space across Australia and New Zealand and the aim is to tap into their knowledge so we can pass on their insights to the listening SAP community. Please subscribe to the podcast and like, share and comment across Castos, YouTube, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. This podcast is in partnership with the Black Dog Institute who aim to create a mentally healthier world for everyone. If you wish to donate to the cause, please click the link below. Welcome back to the Configure It Done podcast and we are in season six and episode one today, we have a fantastic guest, SAP Australia's own Chris Peck. Now Chris, uh, his job title was the head of cloud success services for SAP. Um, and he talks about the future of cloud, how organizations adopt cloud, how they get the full use out of cloud and then future use um, as well. Um, he also goes into how SAP consultants need to change their mindset and how organizations need to change their mindset when adopting cloud and the importance of change and change management as well. Welcome to season six, um, episode one of the uh, Configure It Done podcast. We've got a fantastic guest today who, correct me if I'm wrong, Chris, your title is the head of cloud success services. Is that right? That's, that's it. A bit of a mouthful, but we can work through some of that. Absolutely. Excellent. Excellent. So um, I'm pretty sure, Chris, um, that uh, a lot of the SAP community know, know of you. I know you've been uh, in and around SAP themselves for um, just under 20 years now, which is a, a fantastic career. But um, let's start off and I'd, I'd love to learn a bit about your your career and your, and your background. Um, yeah. So if you could share that, that would be great. Sure. And when you say 20 years, it does sound a bit scary that way. But um, <laughs> yeah, look, my SAP career started straight out of uni back in, and many people wonder where I'm from when you hear the accent, but originally from Canada. And um came out of uni with a Bachelor of Commerce and had sort of concentrated in IT and stumbled across a country, uh, a company who was implementing SAP at the time. So my journey started on the customer side and um, they were quite keen to get me um, hands on the tools. So I, I learned the native language of SAP in the development world. That's how I got started. And it just went from strength to strength way back then. Um, UX wasn't what it is today, but that's that's was my area of expertise. And um, very soon, um, there was heaps of opportunity all over the world. And um, Australia came knocking with a few opportunities through Deloitte and a few others. And I took the opportunity with Deloitte and ended up in Sydney. That's how I, I ended up down here for six years with Deloitte in Sydney. And then wanting to work for the, the mothership eventually, I, I, um, I got a great offer here at SAP in Brisbane. Um, and that's when my SAP journey began within SAP for, for the 19 years or so that you've mentioned there. And um, that's gone from hands-on consulting to leading architecture teams to leading our services teams. Um, and then doing four years on the license side um, with the public sector team for the last four years. And now I'm back where I feel comfortable um, leading Australia and New Zealand in our in our endeavors to provide the right outcomes for our customers. So it's been a been a whirlwind. Excellent. So, so tell us a bit more about your uh, your current role uh, now, because 
I, I know we met last week and we were discussing um, themes and one of the themes you were discussing around um, SAP consultants having to change their mindset now. So, yeah. like I said, tell us a bit about your role role now and then we, yeah, we can lead into that. Sure. Well, look, four years ago, prior to the public sector work, I was in a similar type of role, but it was purely leading our professional services sales team. And, and back then, yes, we were focused on the implementation. And it was all about, you know, working with our partners and often um, coming up against our partners in, in some of the things that we were doing. And it was quite competitive, the implementation space. Um, that world has changed today, right? And one of the reasons I took a bit of a break um, four years ago was I just needed SAP to find its way and what it wanted to do as a services organization. And it, it took a number of years. Um, so today we're a very different organization and the word cloud's a bit of a hint in what we're focused on. Everything has the word cloud in it these days in SAP, but ultimately cloud success services, yes, we are focused on the cloud and transforming our customers on the journey to the cloud. So it doesn't mean we're solely and only, but what it means is our focus is getting our customers um, deployed and into the cloud um, for all the numbers of reasons that that we look at cloud and, and the opportunities it presents. But what does that mean for us as a services organization? Well, we don't want to do the heavy lifting of the implementation and a lot of that has changed. It's more about discovery and exploring what a customer wants to do and then helping them adopt, not adapt the solution as we would have in the past. So. Our role in SAP as a services organization is about the advisory, the recommendations, the really um, heavy work in designing and making sure it's set up for success. So that's the role we play as SAP services. And absolutely, um, consultants, they need to really understand their role in those discovery and explore phases with customers, because that's where the real value of all our experience comes in, how best to use what the software vendors are providing as opposed to how do I spaghetti this thing together to, you know, do what the customer says, I've always done it this way. Well, okay, cloud presents an opportunity to maybe adopt best practice more than adapt. And I think that's the big shift, Jay, is the adoption versus the adaptation of the solutions and consultants and, and um, implementation organizations really need to figure out that value to to their customers. Sure, sure. You mentioned um, three three key points uh, before, and I think it started with that uh, adoption or that implementation phase. What what are the other what are the other two? Look, there's I use the the three Fs. There's the first use. So the first use that we want to see with our customers is a really good, agile, quick first use of the solution. So first use. Then we basically want them to fully use. So the first use awesome is a minimal viable adoption, less change on the organization, but then we want them to go, all right, we're off and walking, let's, let's go full use, right? So um, full use on the solution, and that means adopting different modules of maybe the solution that you're on, expanding into other areas of the process that you might want to do. So it's first use, uh, full use, and then future use. We want them to be thinking, everything that SAP has to offer and the tight integration that comes with the future um, use of solutions and even where they might want us to take the solution, right? So 
that's where a lot of the brain power comes in from from our team is looking at the roadmap ahead for our customers, the future use that they could be getting um, from the full breadth of, I guess, the, the solutions. And it's not always SAP, I get that, but that future use and even the interconnectivity of the different cloud solutions is key. So first use, full use, future use um, really talks about, um, I guess, our, our, our mentality today. Sure, sure. So if I'm a if I'm an SAP consultant, um, you know, I've been working 15 to 20 years in, in the market. How, how should I be approaching you know, SAP in the future now with with yeah. customers? Oh, it's a good question. I mean, ultimately, it comes back to, as always, really understand your customer. That's first and foremost. That that doesn't matter whether you do an SAP or anything. Really understand what your customer is trying to achieve and understand their business. Second, really understand the breadth of the solution offering as it is. Like understand its capabilities, understand where it's weak, understand where it's going to grow and understand where it's really the sweet spot is. That's where you're really honing in and working with your customers on the use and the adoption of what it can actually do out of the box, because that's the quickest, fastest way for them to physically achieve value. Because remember, a go live is of zero value to a customer. It's they, they've achieved nothing on go live day, right? The minute they start using it, okay, now we're talking about providing value to the customer. So the real job happens day one the first few weeks, the first few months. So we do as short, sharp first use as possible, and then let's monitor, let's watch, let's hold their hand in that. There's where we have to really start working and advising with our customers, hey, we might need to tweak this. Did you know your employees are doing it this way? They still got a bit of the old habits. They really need to adopt this part of the process. So there's a huge amount of work in that first six months for people to really assist customers in getting the best out of what they've just spent a lot of money on and will for the next three to five years mm. to, to really start working. So to me, that's that's number one. And then opportunity in year one, year two, year three is about coming back as a consultant, looking at and analyzing the information that's coming out of these cloud solutions to tell you how the customer is using it. And once again, your your knowledge, your expertise kicks in on how you can do better, how you can leverage more of what's already there. That's um, that's not just a, an SAP consultant mind shift, shift change, and that's that's um, organization kind of change as well. When we speak to clients, they're so fascinated with the the go live go live date. Yes, and and you know, like you said, there the real work does start um, afterwards. So yeah, that that's really really uh, interesting. There, um, what what tips would you have if you're a client and you you're looking to uh, implement SAP? Um, and you mentioned there that the kind of real work starts on you know the first day. What what tips do you have from that first day from a from a client to really help kind of change that organization mindset? Well, look, I think Jay, a lot of the work, and you would probably see this as well, even leading up to that first day, is about preparing the organization for what will be a fairly significant change for them. Right? Doesn't matter where you've come from. Um, most of the cloud solutions, they're not just SAP ones. It is a different way of working, right? It's a different mentality of working. So unfortunately for clients, their huge amount of work starts on the change side of the program, right? And again, from a consulting perspective, what a great place for us to help them navigate the pitfalls and, and the getting an organization ready and just 
you know, do you know what your life is going to look like after this? What's a day in the life of? There's so much of that really um, change management, change readiness that needs to go into getting somebody ready for day one. Then day one, it is all about not forget everything you used to do. But remember, this is a different world. Let's look at the way to navigate and use those solutions in their best possible light. And if you're hitting roadblocks, something's not set up right. Yeah, or something hasn't been um, presented to you in a way that you really understand how to use that solution. So, you know, that is the virtue of cloud. That's what we need to get people ready for. Yes, we want them to feel like it's just like their mobile the first time they see an app, they know how to use it. We're getting there with many, many, many of our cloud solutions. That's that's what we want from them from the moment um, we go live. So a lot of that work happens before. They need to be in that mental mindset to go, okay, this is different and I'm ready for it. I'm going to um, pivot the conversation in a, another direction now, um, Chris. And um, there's a, a little bit of nervousness out there in the, in the market. Um, and we've we've heard mixed mixed things. Um, you know, you speak to a number of different um, SAP customers like, yeah, we're, we're plowing ahead. Everything's good. Um, you speak to others and there's programs being paused and not a lot of investment going in. But in your mind, what does what does the next um, you know, a couple of years look like um, in the in the SAP space? Well, certainly for us, it's about if you haven't already started to think about planning that journey, you may not be ready, right? And for goodness sakes, those are the ones that we see are having problems. They weren't probably quite ready, either as an organization um, or around the timing. Um, you know, as far as their roadmap of, of technical things that they're doing. So I guess that's the, the first thing. Get the timing right and start to plan, right? You've really got to plan. Um, you've got to plan that roadmap and, and when your business and the different parts of the business are ready. Because we're talking, you know, the breadth of SAP here and ERP, those are big, big end-to-end -end processes. So make sure the, the organization's ready. Find out how you can chunk it down. You want to be small. You want to be agile. You want to create momentum. No one freaks out more than a CIO who sits there or a business leader sits there and goes, wow, this is a 12 to 18 months before my people can actually touch and see. And okay, again, think of the agile ways that we go about doing project implementations, as do our partners, right? People hands-on, prototypes, get them in the system, get them using. So the approach is very different as well. So plan it out, chunk it down, really short, sharp, fast achievements as best you can. First time to value is so important. That phrase, think about it. First time to value. When does a customer actually get value from this? If you're talking months and months and months and months, you're too long in, in this world, right? And I think we're struggling with it still. Don't get me wrong, right? We have to We have to work on that. But yeah, once you've chunked it up, then you want the momentum going, right? And for goodness sakes, don't leave anyone behind. The training and adoption pieces that you need to do far need to outweigh what you're trying to do in blueprinting. And like, we don't blueprint anymore, right? We explore, we discover, and we start to onboard and set up and go, right? So move that effort into the training and adoption so people are ready. So th those are probably the three main areas for, for getting ready to go. Um, and that's what we're hoping our customers are doing, right? They're in the midst of their own transformations. We need to help them plan that roadmap and get ready. And we do want them all moving in that direction um, as, as soon as we can. 
Excellent. Okay. So I'm I'm thinking that what I'm hearing is um, you know, the training and change skill sets are going to be highly, highly in demand. We always get asked the, the question as, as recruiters, what what skill sets are are in demand? Um, so yeah, change, training. What what other skill sets do you think um will be you know highly in demand as we move forward? I think we can never underestimate the project managers in all this, right? When you think about planning and coordinating your resource, we think about the aspects of change management that a project manager always has. I think the project managers are are in a really great position to assist and move these programs. And it's just a slight change in, in their thinking how they need to be doing things. It won't be the one big program of work. It'll be multiple short pieces of project work that all need to come together and the dependencies and the linkages and the integration all need to come together. So I think project management is a is a huge focus area um, that I think is is incredibly important. The other will be just that change aspect into the business. So the project manager can talk about it, plan about it, identify it. Physically executing change in organizations is extremely difficult. Mm-hmm. We struggle ourselves as SAP. Every organization struggles. So you're right, that that change in training. The last piece is what I will call, we call them our business transformation consultants or the value realizers. How are you going in after you've done this to actually assess whether you're getting the value or the organization is getting the value that you signed up to? We often do a business case, we park it, we go live and oh, don't worry about it. We're doing pretty good. No, no, we've got a, there's a huge opportunity for people to come in Use the different tools and analysis and outputs to go, there's a there's more you can do with this, or you're not getting the value you expected here. This is what we're going to need to do. If the value realization is not done right in the cloud world, you're dead. You won't renew. Customer will not renew. Not getting the value, I'm out. So there's a huge amount of work that the customers are wanting people to do and consultants and others to come in and make sure, hey, I need to justify why I did this program so I can do the next one. And I need to show that because the employers are happier, the employers are getting more done, or you know, we're calculating those returns and it makes sense. Sure, sure. So have you got any um, success stories? You don't have to name um, customer names, but any success stories that you can share? Uh, and what did that customer do, um, yeah, specifically? Well, <clears throat> there are a few. Um, the last four years in government, I'll probably use in my brain a few of the government ones, but. Ultimately, it does come back to one organization went, we are going on the change journey first before we even touch a system. So we're going to take every employee on this journey with us around what it means. And they spent probably three to six months running an organization in a department of about two or three hundred people. Right. So when they even started to think about agile different frame of mind, throw everything away that you used to know, what would you do in the ideal world moving forward? It opened up areas of innovation and opportunity that they couldn't even have dreamed of prior because it wasn't just a select few thinking slightly different and innovatively and challenging. It was a whole organization that had completely changed their mindset. And the executives spent a lot of time. That was their job for six months. They were change champions and they went out and they did the work. The next thing they did is exactly as I mentioned before, they didn't try to eat the elephant. They went and said, we have 45 projects that we're going to do over the next 12 to 18 months. And most people almost fell off their seat, right? 45, they used to to struggle to get one or two done. They managed to deliver 38 
projects in a 12-month period of fast, agile um, deployment to their organization. Absolutely fantastic. So, you know, that's that's a great example of one. The other is just um, a customer coming to you with a, um, the times were very different. We had COVID, we had fires, we had, we had everything. We had to find solutions to things, right? And um, we did that with some of the emergency services organizations, um, definitely during the bushfires and COVID and others, where you just got the right service or the right people in the right place at the right time to really make a difference to a citizen, right? Mm. Many examples with Woolies as well and other organizations where it just hit them hard, right? They had to pivot instantaneously to be able to do what we needed as, as consumers and citizens. So yeah, some great examples out there amongst some of the biggest um, organizations and the biggest departments in, in our country. Yeah, sometimes um, when there is a bit of a you know, bit of controversy or a bit of pressure, there is a lot of good that comes out of it, like the bushfires and uh, yeah. and COVID, and you know it was devastating. But yeah, like I said, uh, there there is good that comes out of it. Um, Chris, that was um, that was absolutely fantastic. Um, what I'd love to know is who who else you would love to hear on the on the podcast. Oh, look, I would love to hear um, some of our great executive customers getting in and, and talking about their successes with our ecosystem, right? Like they've, um, they've all got some very different stories. Um, they're all trying to do somewhat similar things and some are much more successful maybe than others are moving at a different speed. So I'd love to hear, you know, um, some of our top executives would be awesome if we could get some of them. Like, let's let's talk to the Woolies of the world. Let's talk to the defenses of the world. Let's talk to, you know, some of the, the big banks around how they're going. Now, it doesn't always have to be big, um, but then let's talk to some of the smaller ones that are that are moving at space at at, at speed, and and we can learn from. So that that's probably one. And and the second would just be some of the consulting firms just. How are they adapting? Because some of them are doing amazing. So what what changes are they making? And how is that impacting the ecosystem as well? Excellent. Well, you'd be glad to know we've got some fantastic guests um, lined up in season six. Um, but th yeah, that was amazing today, Chris. Thank you very much for, for joining us. Um, and um, yeah, for the listeners, please do subscribe. We're on YouTube, we're on uh, Apple, we're on Spotify uh, and Castro as well. So please do subscribe. But Chris, thank you very much again. Really appreciate yeah. your time. No, I've really enjoyed it and uh, all the best, Jay. Appreciate it. Take care. Excellent. Please like, share, comment and subscribe to the Configure It Done podcast.